stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Well, the issue of uh, online obituaries uh, at the forefront, uh, and a Calgary woman who's speaking out uh, after they felt that, that maybe their, their situation was violated by a prominent online obituary company. Uh, so this is a, a realm of, of social media that, that I didn't even really realize was out there. Obviously, when you're dealing with the lo- loss of a loved one, you know, writing an obituary is, is one of those important steps. Now, typically, those would appear in the newspaper, but obviously, we got a changing media landscape out there, and there are a lot of different ways where this information can be posted to ensure that the, the story of, of that loved one is, is passed on so people know about the uh, individual who died, to let people know that, indeed, that person has died. Part of it is in informing people who might not have been aware, uh, and also how people can pay their respects when a funeral is going to be, uh, whether flowers or donations can be sent somewhere, that kind of information. So the situation involving this Calgary family, now there, uh, Shiloh Zeller is the woman's name, and her aunt passed away last month. Uh, And they say by the next day, there was an obituary posted on Afterlife, this website Afterlife. They said they hadn't even written an obituary yet, so they were really stunned to see it there. Uh, so they're wondering how exactly that could have happened, and they say they got some important details wrong. Now, the company has responded with a statement, so I want to get to the, to the bottom of all of this. Sarah Offen uh, with Global News has been following this story today. Sarah, thanks for joining us here. No, thanks for having me on. Okay, first of all, what, what is Afterlife? I've not even heard of this company before this story. Yeah, it's an obituary website, and um, essentially, and, you know, for those that are listening, if they want to go ahead and try it, I think that they might be surprised as well to find a deceased loved one um, on the site as well. Um, but essentially, um, it's a database, and they call it Canada's largest data p- database of deceased people. And um, and uh, they take obituaries that are found online, is what the company's told me is that they're taken from online so they're they're public and they're put on um the website and then what you'll find is there's ways that you can offer sympathy um to the loved ones which uh you can um for example just send condolences you can do that for free or you can light a digital candle candle um which is about thirty dollars to do a eternal candle um which goes up online and on their site and um as well as you can send flowers and and do those sort of things but the problem with it that that i'm i'm hearing from people who uh the families though is that they're not getting those messages of condolence or, you know, they're not seeing those candles, um, that, that sort of thing. So, um, you know, how, how those messages are are being conveyed to the family. Um, (laughs) it doesn't appear that they are. Right. Okay. So, I mean, you would expect that, or people would expect that, you know, if, if a website is going to have an obituary for a loved one, that means that somebody in the family wrote an obituary and sent it to them. And so I think that's part of what really kind of shocked this family was that they hadn't written anything uh, and there it was on this website. But it's not as though Afterlife, when it wrote its own obituary, so do we know where the information came from that this website had? Well, in this case, the Zettler family doesn't know where the information came from. But I mean, one of the big problems for them with it was that a lot of the information was actually um, incorrect. 
So right. uh, where you know they didn't write an obituary until days later that they sent to the funeral home, and within that they you know have their wishes um, or the wishes of their their family member um, that are expressed. And in this case, um, you know her her aunt was quite a private person, so she didn't she didn't want. Um, a public funeral, for example, they didn't. She didn't want a funeral at all. Uh, she didn't want flowers um, to be donated, and has asked and said that if people wanted to to make a donation, then they could do that to the charity of their choice. But what they found on on the obituary um, website on Afterlife was that um, that people that it said uh, details about a funeral will be announced at a later date and um if you wish, wish to send flowers then you can do so here um and I, I tried doing that myself and what it does is it directs you um to a third-party website which will then send flowers to the the funeral home and um and they will be offered to at the service i guess now, the one aspect where I guess the company is maybe admitting that it, it, it was in the wrong or that they're apologizing for was that they didn't take the obituary down when the family asked for it to be taken down. So they maintain that, yeah, our policy is if family members asked to have an obituary taken down, we'll take it down. But it didn't happen here, did it? No. And um, not only the Zeller family um, telling me that this was their experience, but I, I spoke with um, a couple of other people who said they sort of had the, the same experience that they had tried to ask them to take it down and either that they hadn't heard anything or said they had told them that it wasn't possible at that time. So it seems now that they are removing them if people request that. Um, but the problem at that time was that um, somebody had bought them uh, a sympathy item is what they call it. So they've, they had lit one of these candles, these digital candles. So they couldn't, they said, um, this is the company statement, that they couldn't remove that because that item had been bought. So uh, eventually, after um, many tries to contact um, the organization, they ended up sending um, a notice of, of copyright infringement because the picture they had used on the obituary had actually been taken from um, their Facebook page, um, the, the deceased woman's Facebook page. So... Um, at that point, the picture was taken down, but they said they couldn't take the obituary down. So it, it was a bit of a process, and um, and uh, yeah, and not an easy one, especially for a family that's already grieving. Right. So, so th- this company has made some money off this, like you'd say. They 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 sell these services through the website, the digital candle, etc. So there there was some of that was purchased here. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. And they didn't know. The family didn't even know whether it was. Um, I only know that now from having. Um, um, uh, received an, a statement from the company that it was a digital candle, but the family didn't even know whether um, it was a digital candle or whether you know fl- somebody about flowers and sent them and that they never received them. I also spoke with the funeral home; they said they never received anything like that. So, um, you know, there's certainly some questions around that. Yeah, there there clearly are, and I mean, it, people may not be comfortable with the, how how this this all operates, but it, the, you know, we should be clear they're they're not doing anything wrong. There's no violation of of any Alberta law that this is all in keeping with the law, right? No, no, yeah, that's right. And the Alberta Fun- uh, Funeral Association has sent out a notice um, to funeral homes in the area, just notifying them that this is happening and and um, something for their their. Um, uh, their customers and their clients to to be aware of, and uh, again, if they if they see something on there and they don't like it, then you know hopefully they can send a request and have it taken down so that um, 
the funeral home that they're dealing with can make sure that their obituary is actually actually ref- reflecting the uh, the wishes of the family. Yeah. All right. Very interesting story. Sarah, thanks so much for joining us here today. I appreciate this. You're so welcome. All right. Sarah, often with Global News following this story today. So the website for this, this afterlife, it's afterlife.co, as in CO, afterlife.co slash CA, I guess then would be the, the Canadian version. Uh, So it says uh, on the splash page here where loved ones are eternal. So you can sign up uh, as an affiliate on the website. You can uh, sign up to send sympathy flowers. You scroll down and there's some uh, obituaries, I guess the most recent obituaries. uh, Dated January 4th. Someone in Montreal who died. Someone in Salisbury, Fredericton, Bayfield, St. Catharines. I guess these are just gleaned from right across the country. So you can also search, by the way, for loved ones' obituaries. The company says we only post obituaries that are already online somewhere, gathered from funeral homes primarily. But in this instance, no one's quite sure where the obituary came from. Funeral home says they didn't do it. Family says they didn't do it. There was incorrect information in the obituary. So something to be aware of. 974-8255. When we come back, science writer Gary Tobbs is going to talk about his most recent book, The Case Against Sugar. We'll talk about this latest trend toward uh, high-fat, low-carb diets. Is that the secret to losing weight, or are there risks involved that maybe people need to be aware of? We're back with more right after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary. Canada may be known for its landscapes and friendly people, but beneath the surface lies a darker side of crime, history, and the paranormal. Since 2017, the award-winning Dark Poutine podcast has explored the shadowy corners of the Great White North and beyond, delivering chilling tales from a uniquely Canadian perspective. Hosted by Mike Brown and Matthew Stockton with over 300 episodes and fresh releases every Monday, Dark Poutine is your weekly ticket to the creepier side of Canada. Listen to Dark Poutine on Apple, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. 